Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome to the program, folks. Absolute delight to have your company as we sit now at whatever time of the day that you're consuming this program on the eve of the 104th plane of the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. There's a lot to go through with you. A huge number of players have now addressed the media. We will be addressing much of that, including giving you air times of how, when, and where you can consume the PGA Championship starting from Thursday morning and onward. First of all, today, I would like to talk to you about our host site with Southern Hills and give you a little bit more information about how and why this place is so very, very special. Uh, Southern Hills is located about six miles from downtown Tulsa and less than two miles east of the Arkansas River. It is hosting the PGA Championship for the fifth time from 1970, 1982, 19. 94 and then 2007 to today. Southern Hills has hosted the PGA Championship more than any other course. Southern Hills was awarded the 2022 PGA Championship in early 2021 when the PGA of America moved the event from Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey. Southern Hills was originally set to host the tournament again in 2030, though that date is now considered open. Southern Hills was established in 1935 amid the Great Depression, from land donated by oil man Waite Phillips. The swimming pools, stables, bridle pass, polo fields, skeet range, tennis courts, they were all completed in 1935. The golf course was originally designed by Perry Maxwell, and it was open on May 23rd, 1936. Southern Hills no longer has those stables, bridle pass, polo fields, skeet range, but does now include 12 tennis courts, including four indoor courts, a tennis center, a swimming pool complex, a golf performance center, a health and wellness center, outdoor dining venues, and a nine-hole west course that was designed by Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw that opened in 1992. Over the years, Southern Hills strayed from Maxwell's design with many trees being planted, narrowing the holes, rough replacing short grass, and the jagged bunkers became rounded over the years from wear and tear. In the 2000s, however, under the guidance of Keith Foster, the club removed trees, widened fairways, brought back the short grass surrounds, and reconfigured the interior contours of the greens. And then in preparation for the 2021 Senior PGA and the 2022 PGA Championship, an $11 million course restoration overseen by Gail Hans and Jim Wagner was completed in 2019. So over a period of 10 months, and in spite of nearly 30 inches of rain in that year, Southern Hills rebuilt every tee box, every bunker, and every green. The club also installed 200,000 feet of underground tubing beneath the greens to help heat and cool the putting surfaces. Creeks that were covered for decades were uncovered and restored, providing new water hazards and scenery. All cart paths are new. Fairway bunker locations were adapted to the length of today's touring professionals, etc. The restoration utilized original photos, member input, and written documents to restore creeks, fairway contours, and native vegetation. Hans's focus was mainly on the greens, though, where he restored the edges to strengthen the defenses of the course. To that, he said, quote, 
Everything we could see from early photographs was the edges of the greens that they were falling away, he told FriedEgg.com. They were slopped off as opposed to being receptive, so we stripped away all of the edges and restored the edge conditions, which I think will be very respectful now, the players he's talking about there. You get anywhere near the edge and your ball is going to be off instead of being funneled back on the green, close quote. Uh, Russ Myers is the golf course superintendent. The course plays to a par of 70-35-35 with a scorecard yardage of 7,556 yards. There are two par fives, the 656-yard fifth hole and the 632-yard 13th hole. The average green size is 5,000 47 square feet. There are 87 bunkers with three water hazards and water comes into play in total on 15 different holes. The greens will run to what Kerry Haig of the PGA of America likes to call championship speed, as you heard from his press conference. And the greens are a pure distinction bent grass. The tees, fairways and rough are astro Bermuda grass and the rough is mixed with tall fescue. So What type of golfer is perfectly suited for Southern Hills? That is a direction that we will be going down today in the Fairways of Life show. As we take a look at what we think might be the most important statistical numbers based upon performance coming into this PGA Championship so that you can have an idea who you think might be the golfer to keep an eye on. That is the new Fairways of Life app. It is available right now. Just search Fairways of Life Golf Show, and you can download our new app. I know that for many of you, you still can consume the show as an audio version, as digital radio that then becomes an on-demand product available 24-7 around the world for free, Uh, whether, I don't know, maybe you're going for a walk or you're going for a run or you're driving in your car, and obviously we welcome that form of communication because that's how we started all of this. But the beauty of the new app is that you also can get our video on it. So you can watch us on the television side anytime you want to in the new app. Plus, there is much more. First of all, the app is free, and it's available for whatever mobile device that you use. But if you're looking for information on, say, golf equipment, we have tons and tons and tons of videos on there as well that describe all of the new products coming into the marketplace, as well as our fan trips around the world. Remember, we got one coming up to Ireland next week, uh, and there'll be more in the offing. So if you'd love to deepen your experience with the Fairways of Life show and keep in touch with us literally on a daily basis, please do so by downloading the new Fairways of Life golf show app. And again, it's available for whatever mobile devices that you use. Now, this weekend, we are super pumped up too, because on our national broadcasts, we're featuring a three-time major champion in the form of Larry Nelson. And we cannot wait to welcome Mr. Nelson back to the show. He's an amazing story. Not only is a, is he a World Golf All of Fame member, but he is also a veteran of having served in Vietnam. He saw heavy action in Vietnam, and when he came back from Vietnam is when he adopted the game of golf, later to become one of the greatest to ever have played the game. As you can see behind me, Andrew has put up on the screen all of our affiliates around the country and more. Uh, Please check out wherever you live, whatever your local is. You can see NBC Sports, Ness and Root Sports, AT&C Sportsnet, uh, Bally Sports, uh, and uh, DirecTV, more and more and more. That's not all of them, but that's a lot of them. Check them all out because the show will air at different times depending upon what time zone that you're and we're super excited about welcoming Mr. Nelson back to the Fairways of Life show. And the Fairways of Life show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. They are 
the number one golf retailer in all America. It's because of those big, beautiful stores that spread out from coast to coast where you can go in and get yourself ready for your golf game. Get your tune-up done at the PGA Tour Superstore. If you're there to get equipment, they'll give you a free testing, a free fitting on the equipment as well. So you can't lose at the PGA Tour Superstore. And I think PGATourSuperstore.com is a great place to get started. We are just getting started on the Fairways of Life show. More coming up after these words. At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses all set alongside world-famous scenery and visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. Hey, Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing. Nice, I got fit to the Tour BX, it's a little faster. Hold on, here's Fred. Hey guys, am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. <laughs> Find your fit at bristonegolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of back swing, 50.3 inches. The ways that really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday before the start of the PGA Championship. And yeah, this is just one of, well, a gazillion different video clips. This one was from, uh, what, two, three days ago when Tiger was first out there practicing. There's 8 million other clips of Tiger out there practicing in the days that have since 
gone by. And uh, Tiger, of course, addressed the media. We'll be getting to that a little bit later on. And you can see it on the Fairways of Life platforms. And it's always interesting. I always get, I get a bit of a kick out of it. But after the players speak, Dom gets to a point where he starts to pick who he thinks is going to win the respective tournament. Based upon, I don't know, what do I call it, Dom? The amount of confidence that you hear in their voice when they're addressing the media? I would call it uh, snap judgments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Dom will literally call I me call and be him, like. I'm just, I'll just say like, hey, did you see this guy talking? He looked tired to me. He looked super tired. He's going to lose by a lot. No, Dom tired. will be even, even more <laughs> condemning. He'll be like, he has no chance. Did you hear so-and-so? No chance. He. Yeah. He has no chance. So yesterday, as like you guys, I'm sure all of us were sitting in front of our our TVs and, and consuming every minute of the best players in the world addressing the media. Dom's contact, contacted me going like, I can't believe it. He has no chance. So going down the road of chances is something that we thought we would address in this segment. So what we looked at was when you have Southern Hills which is still going to be a very formidable golf course and plenty long enough. The golf course isn't of the likes of, uh, I don't know, let's say Beth Page Black or something, right? Where it's, it's just a grueling brawn. What this golf course is going to be, when we, when we look at the vi- di- different variables, is, as you just heard in the last segment, the greens are relatively small. The greens through through the work that Gil Hans did on them, if you miss the target, the greens aren't going to help you keep the ball on the green. It's actually going to trundle off the green. So that's just one factor. Factor in other variables, aside from just the overall design of the course, which we went through in some detail uh, in the last segment, you consume as you see fit. But... The winds that are coming through that we've already seen this week that are expected to continue in earnest as the days move forward, even shifting direction as they move forward, are going to be stout. So in that same conversation when when Dom was declaring who was going to win or who who had no chance based upon their, their addressing the media, it prompted us to have this thought of, okay, he said to me, well, what do you think the most important stats are? And to me, I think it's going to come down to really two most important stats. I think strokes gain approach, where you, you know, remember strokes gain is when you are being compared to the average of the field. So if someone is plus strokes gain in any category, but if they're plus strokes gain, you're performing better in that specific category than the rest of the field, and it's measurable. Uh, it can also go the other direction. It can be negative, uh, and, and that's where we see negative strokes gained. Uh, a lot of note is when it comes to putting in particular, where they'll say, gee, so-and-so is negative strokes gained putting, yet they're still near the top of the leaderboard. It can happen. So... To me, strokes gained approach is a very important stat because given the size of the greens, given the shaping and the contours of the greens, and given the fact that players are going to be facing some very strong wind gusts, the combination of all those things, I think solid ball strikers are going to rise up on the leaderboard. 
because, as Jack Nicholas told us, the wind doesn't affect a well-struck shot. Obviously, the wind still affects every shot to some degree, but it's going to affect a well-struck shot less than it would a shot that is kind of swiped one direction or maybe hooked in the other. Those are accentuated depending upon wind direction, et cetera. So I think ball striking, in particular, strokes game approach, is a really critical stat. The other stat for all the things that I was just discussing with you, but also what you just heard in segment one, I think that scrambling is going to be a critically important stat. I actually do. I think that scrambling, the ability to get up and down when you miss the green, is going to be something to keep a very, very close eye on. Obviously, putting's still important. If some of you are out there wondering, well, what about driving the golf? But they're all important. It's just I think those two are the ones that, to me, are the most important. So, Dom, I know you were you were crunching away after I said those two things. Dom's like writing down, like, okay, okay, fine. I'm going to do some research. <laughs> so right now, Dom is all excited to share with the world the research that he's done, and so I'm going to I'm going to pick some. You tell if I pick a player that you haven't done, tell me. But I, I have a pretty good idea of who you picked. I think. Let's start with Jordan Spieth. Uh, Jordan, as we know, Dom missed the cut at the Masters. As we know, he was really upset about that. And then he comes back and he wins the very next week. This last week at the AT&T Byron Nelson, despite having three bogeys in the final round, he ended up finishing what one shot behind KH Lee. So. Given that as just a broad brush background, where does Jordan sit in your analysis of those creek, uh, those key and critical stats? So uh, I'll quickly answer your question. Uh, he is 10th on tour in scrambling and 18th on tour in strokes gained approach. Both of which, by the way, are essentially the best of the bunch that I'm going to go through collectively. Oh, okay. Holistically more, I, I looked at Again, you mentioned some of the you, you haven't mentioned the players, but I think you know where I'm going with this. I have an idea. I basically picked five of the top eight players in the world right now who are all playing extraordinary golf. I looked at Jordan Spieth, Roy McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, John Robin, Colin Morikawa. I think a lot of us, and if you saw earlier, we put the odds on the screen. There they are again. If you're looking, those are the odds of the big boys. And basically, all the guys I'm talking about are in that list. Everybody, generally speaking, is giving these guys a great chance to win. So I wanted to look at the stats for each of those guys based on what you're talking about when you're mentioning to me. I think these two particular statistics are extremely important for success at Southern Hills. So if you look at, like I said, Spieth, he's 10th in scrambling. He's 18th in strokes gained approach. Okay. Roy McIlroy, let's take a, a quick look at him. He okay. is, and some of these are going to surprise you, I think, Matt. All right. Yeah, you, you go down the road of the players. on tour in scrambling and 66th in strokes gained approach. Those numbers did surprise me. They surprised Scotty me Scotty Scheffler is going to surprise you even more, Matt. Come on. Scotty Scheffler is 123rd in scrambling on tour. John Rahm is a little bit different in that strokes gained approach category. He's 14th on tour. Okay? John Rahm is 130th in scrambling. Colin Morikawa, which of course we all know this, Colin Morikawa was eighth on tour in strokes gained approach. One of the best ball strikers, it feels like, in history already. But he's 87th on tour in scrambling. What I think is interesting when you go through those numbers, Matt, is Roy McIlroy and, well, Rory, Scheffler, and Rahm's 
scrambling stats stand out to me as much worse than I would have expected. And I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I realize that stats are stats, right? But there's seriously a disconnect when I'm, when I'm thinking of them, you're looking at their finishes. I mean, all of these guys have basically finished first or second in their last two events, like all of them combined. (laughs) That's how well these guys are playing. So, I mean, When I first started doing this, I, looked, I was assuming Scotty Scheffler was going to run away with this. I figured he'd be first in everything, and he was not. I mean, do those numbers surprise you? Everything yeah. I just read, does anything in that list you go, wow, I can't believe X? Yes. Uh, of all of the things, I'd say Scotty Scheffler probably surprised me the most. But it, it, it does surprise me. However, if a player is playing exceptional golf, he's not scrambling as much. Right. That's a possibility. That doesn't change the fact that uh, my personal opinion is that I think scrambling is still going to be paramount this week because of the the strength of the wins. Uh, Players are going to miss greens. That's just it's going to happen. There's a couple other stats that you didn't ask me to look at that I looked at that that almost flip things around with this group. Right. So, and I know you said these don't quote matter as much this week, but there's still stats that everybody. I mean, sure, what, no, you know, every stat matters. In, in fairness, Dom, I'm not taking away yeah. from any work. You so, do. so strokes gained putting is <laughs> strokes gained putting is kind of important, and scoring average is also kind of important. So, when I run through that list of of stats for those for those guys, I just went over. Spieth stands out as pretty steady, tenth and eighteenth. He is a hundred and seventy fifth in strokes gained putting. He's the only one of the bunch who has negative strokes gained putting against the field. And he's 73rd in scoring average. Like, when I read the rest of these guys' numbers, Spieth is atrociously bad in comparison in those two statistics. Which, again, it's such a... It's so... It is so Jordan Spieth, right? (laughs) It's just so... It's just a giant enigma that makes no sense. But you look at Rory... And you're like, oh, 40th and 66 in those stats. We were going over like, that's not very good. But he's second on tour in scoring average. Second on tour in scoring average. So there, there's so many of these stats that flip around. Like we talked about Scheffler. You said you were surprised. Well, he's only, you know, he's like inside the top 20 in strokes gained approach. And his scrambling is like the worst on tour. Well, he's sixth on tour in scoring average and inside the top 25 in strokes gained putty. Yeah, but you do realize that one explains the other. That goes back to what I was saying before, is that when you talk about scrambling, if a player doesn't have to be doing a lot of scrambling because he's hitting it on the greens and then he putts like crazy, that one explains the other. It's just a question of whether you think if if the winds and weather cooperate, then I don't think scrambling is going to be as much of an issue, but I don't think that's going to be the case. My sense is, is that Everyone in the field is going to be impacted by the weather adversely. And as a result, there will be a necessity for scrambling. So, and, and the other thing with, with Jordan, with his putting, uh, it's, it's kind of twofold where I, I still am amused by the fact of how many people, like if you met them randomly, would tell you that Jordan Spieth is the greatest putter of all time. And he's never been the greatest putter of all time. Uh, he's he's the greatest from outside of 20 to 25 feet, but how many putts do you make in a round, even Jordan Spieth, from that distance? It's not going to be that many. Uh, he's never been great from inside of 10 feet to 5 feet range. He's always been the kind of numbers that, that Dom is illustrating today. However, 
Jordan has what I, I wish it was a stat for it, what I call a clutch putting. He's one of the best clutch putters of all time. Truly one of the best clutch putters of all time. And that's the thing that comes back with Jordan Spieth first is his ability to clutch putt. When when Jordan, and it seems like given what he did last week where he finished the shot back, given the fact that he that he was trying to go back to back with wins, etc., is that Jordan when he's when he stops playing swing and starts playing golf, when when he seems to react to the target. Uh, even his over-exaggerate, over-the-top practice move doesn't seem quite as exaggerated as it has been. Uh, it comes down to the confidence in his ball striking. I mean, he talked about it. And so, I don't know, Don, based on everything that we're hearing so far, based on just these stats, which, again, stats mean nothing once once play starts. It can, <laughs> a person can rise against it. But where you're laughing as I say that, but... In just trying to analyze all this data, it seems like of the list that we have, and again, this could be a source of, of uh, comic relief in a few days, it seems like Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa are the two to kind of keep an eye on. I would find it hard to disagree with that, but just to hammer home your point of reading tea leaves, a couple things. <laughs> the, the difference between the best and the kind of best at this level is nothing. So I was I was lamenting the scoring average for Jordan Spieth being 73rd on tour. Woe on to him, right? 70.9 is his scoring average. 70.9. Okay? If you look at Scotty Scheffler, who is... Actually, let's look at John Rahm. John Rahm is 13th on tour. That's his scoring average, 13th. You know what his scoring average is? 70. Yeah. It's less than a shot difference between John Rahm and Jordan Spieth. Right. 0.9 shot between 13th and 73rd on tour. That's how good they are. But that you're is also, the line. The line yeah, that's, is this thick. Well, that's true. You're also looking at an average over an extended period of time. And when it comes to scoring average for Jordan Spieth, who had, has, has had his periods of struggle, his average is going to be offset by playing particularly unwell. I think... A more apropos analysis would be to compare how one is doing right now, probably for all these stats, to compare more recent, like the last five events instead of uh, a more extended period. But even if there, we go there's back... There's two as... other things I just want to quickly touch on, though, Matt, right. before we move on. Because I know That's you want fine. to share with everybody, uh, because there's so much available coverage this week of the PGA Championship, which we both love. I mean, you, yeah. you can consume it nonstop a thousand hours a day, which is great. But two Tiger Woods... Okay, we don't have stats on Tiger. He doesn't qualify for anything because he's played like whatever twenty rounds of golf in like the last two and a half years. Um, he's eight hundred eighteenth in the official world golf rankings. His last victory was that Zozo Championship, which he collected after the Masters in twenty nineteen. That was October of twenty nineteen, and his last top ten in a PGA Tour sanctioned event was a tied for ninth at the twenty twenty Farmers event. So that's a long time ago. And I know, you know, we were playing video earlier for swing. There's, again, you said there's so many pictures and video and, and um, there's so much speculation around what's going on with Tiger. You know, to use your words, Matt, it's just a constant reading of tea leaves. It, half the people think he's going to win this week. Half the people think he'll never play golf again and everything in between. So there's no – well, we can't give stats. There's still those speculative things here and there. 
There was something floating around the internet a couple weeks ago. Kevin Kisner was telling a story about playing in the first couple rounds with Tiger at the Masters this year. And some of the shots he was hitting that, according to Kevin Kisner, are still shots that can only be hit by Tiger Woods. Even now, with his injuries and his age, he's still doing things that someone like Kevin Kisner, who's one of the best players in the world, is in awe of. So that is still in the tank for Tiger Woods. But when I did look that up, Matt, it did surprise me. I guess it's not shocking, right, because he's been playing. But he's 818th in the world. That sounds all kinds of weird. But the last thing I was going to say to you, Matt, which I know this is going to be Matt's favorite part of the entire show. He was waiting for me to bring this up by accident. He keeps telling me Shane Lowry. Just everything. Shane Lowry this, Shane Lowry. Just nonstop with the Shane Lowry. Unbelievable. So just for fun, to appease Matt, I looked up Shane Lowry. And it's, you know, Shane Lowry. We got to start thinking about Shane Lowry. His last two starts, tied for third at the RBC, tied for third at the Masters. He's inside the top 30 in the world, which that feels like sneaky to me a little bit. But he, guess what? We're going over scrambling. We're going over stroke gain approach. You ready for this? So we just went over the best number we have for scrambling right now of the group we went over, like these, these Rory, Spieth, Spieth is 10th on tour in scrambling. The best of the bunch for strokes gained approach, Morikawa, best ball striker ever, right? Eighth in strokes gained approach. You ready for this? Shane Lowry in scrambling, second on tour, second. Shane Lowry in strokes gained approach, fourth on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach. So... I didn't do that for the audience, Matt, although the audience deserves to know that information. I just, I'm only doing it just for you. Well, comments, I'd be, any comments there, Matt? No, I, all you did was validate. Lowry, what, there's your comment. Put the money on Jay Lauer. Well, <laughs> I have and will, I'll be honest with you, so. Just I, for I, the record, all the, the odds we've been putting on the screen, I don't think Shane Lowry's listed on those odds. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everything you're doing right now is going to make it more expensive. I can guarantee you that, Dom. But uh, good job. That was that's fascinating. That's that's really cool to go through. And it, Dom mentioned it because we do want to do it. As you guys know, once we get into an event of this stature, we try to get out of the way. We know that you guys are going to be consuming it every way that you possibly can. Uh, and so will we, and we're really looking forward to it. So when we come back, we're going to tell you how you can consume the PGA Championship, where you can watch the coverage, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, so that you can get it. Uh, as you guys know, real isn't feel. That's why we're so excited about partnering with DeWiz, golf's newest wearable technology. Uh, DeWiz works with neuroscience. And this amazing technology can measure your swing in real time and space and give you instant feedback so that you know exactly what you really are doing and what you need to work on. Log on to dewizgolf.com today and you can see why major champions, legends of the game are adopting this new technology because honestly, nothing else like it exists anywhere in the world dewizgolf.com. When we come back, you'll know how, when, and where you can find your PGA Championship coverage.
Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boeinggolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana and Golf Week's best you can play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's best you can play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Super pumped for the start of the PGA Championship 2022 edition at Southern Hills. All right, so getting you guys ready for, as we love to do week in and week out, is how, when, and where you can get your PGA Championship is where we're going to be going in a moment. But first, so many players have now addressed the media. Yesterday was a huge day. There's still more that will be coming through today. So what Don put together here is kind of uh, very quick. We won't take a lot of your time up, but very, a, a very quick roundup of some of that sound. Yeah, it's, it's better than last time I played a tournament, so which is good. Um, we've been working hard. And uh, uh, again, just I have days where it's tough and you know the days where we can, we can push through it, but we, we keep working at it. Phil has said some things that I think 
a lot of us who are committed to the tour and committed to the the legacy of the tour have pushed back against and um, he's taken some personal time and uh, we all understand that but I think that some of his views and how the tour could be run and should be run um, been a lot of disagreement there um, but as, as 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 we all know as a professional um, we miss him being out here it's a lot harder to get the second than I thought it would be I think inter- internally I think not as much pressure externally, um, but just on me, it's like, I mean, obviously when you win one, to get to where you want to go, you have to win the next one. And, you know, when you get on a little bit of a drought, it's, uh, it can be frustrating, but I'm just, I'm just trying to stay patient and understand that a lot of great players um, with unbelievable Hall of Fame-like careers have multiple major winners, haven't even won one until they're 30 or, or 35. And it's like, you know, you never know one year I could win two, three, four majors in a year. Like, I just have to be patient and just hope it happens sooner rather than later. I love what I do, and I still want to keep getting better. Um, but you always dream of the PGA Tour, and you dream of winning majors. You dream of becoming number one in the world. You, you dream about coming out here. Um, I never would have thought about all the nuances and legal stuff and all this other stuff that goes beyond just coming out here and playing golf. And, and that, you know, it's, it's a cool aspect of what I've been able to, to realize is that obviously there is so much more than just showing up here and playing golf, right? There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, my game feels like it's in a good spot. Uh, I've obviously, you know, I've been on a pretty good run here recently, and, you know, I'm definitely not trying to stop it, so hopefully going to keep it rolling this week. Honestly, I'm rooting for it all to be over. I'm just so sick of talking about it, and, like, I'm, I've made my decision, and I know where I want to play, and... I'm not standing in anyone's way, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't go over there and play. If that's what they feel is right for them, then 100% they, they should go and do it. I'm, not, I'm certainly not wanting to stand in anyone's way, but you know, I think the, the sooner it all happens and the sooner you know, everything shakes out, the, you know, I think we can all just go back to not talking about it and doing what we want to do. <laughs> It's a major championship-worthy golf course. It's as simple as that. Uh, you can't hide. You have to do everything well. And there's no surprise that the winning scores here have been as high as they have in the past and just a few people make it on their par. I mean, they can they can truly make it as difficult as they want to be. All right, sound from the PGA Championship. Always fascinating to hear from the various players and to get a, you know your own personal assessment of how ready you think they are based upon what they said to the press. As to how, when, and where you can get your coverage of the PGA Championship, I've been promising it to you for a while. Here is when it starts. ESPN, tomorrow at 2, all these times are Eastern, at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And it's scheduled to go all the way up until 8 p.m. Eastern time. In a smaller window, but starting at the same time, fascinated by this, at 2 p.m. Eastern time until 5 Joe Buck and Michael Collins will do the alternate broadcast. It's like the Mannings do on the football side. This is what they're doing on the golf side because Joe Buck is now with ESPN. And so Joe Buck and Michael Collins will be hosting this alternate broadcast. And from what I hear, they've got a whole list of different celebrities and personalities from ESPN. They're going to be popping on and commenting accordingly. A Friday, the airtimes are the same. 2 p.m. on ESPN until 8 p.m. scheduled. And then from 2 to 5, the alternate broadcast with Joe Buck and Michael Collins. Saturday, the television coverage, 
starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN and will run up until network coverage at 2 p.m. on CBS. Actually, I see a window in there. It goes from 10 to 1 p.m. on ESPN and then 2 p.m. on CBS. Not sure. I'll have to look at the digital coverage because otherwise we're all going to have to switch over to digital there for an hour. And then from same time on Saturday, 10 a.m. start until 1 p.m., Joe Buck and Michael Collins with the alternate broadcast. On Sunday, once again, 10 a.m. start on ESPN, a scheduled window until 1 p.m., and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for Joe Buck and Michael Collins with the alternate broadcast, and then 2 p.m. on CBS. I do think it's interesting that there's an hour gap in the information that we're getting here so that everybody can grab a sandwich, but what happens with the golf that's on course? Okay. Uh, PGA Championship Live. This is exclusive content on ESPN Plus, and there will be four different feeds. So again, we'll jump over to the digital side. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday, all four days, the digital feeds, and again, there are four digital feeds, will be starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. All four days, 8 a.m. Eastern Time for the digital feeds of the PGA Championship, okay? So that gets you guys ready for all of the television coverage and where you can get it so that no matter where you are, you know exactly what's going on with this major championship. We are super pumped. We are super excited about everything that lies in store. The Fairways of Life show is presented in part by PXG. If you log on to pxg.com, you can get all the information on their new Gen 5 clubs, which are stunning, and they're making huge noise in the golf industry, and rightfully so that they should. Uh, The Gen 5 golf clubs can be just like all of the PXG products, custom fit for you in a way that you've never been custom fit before. That's one of the best things that PXG does. Uh, But mostly, PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. So excited about, as I mentioned, everything that lies in store for this PGA Championship. That is Southern Hills. It's quiet now, but it is ready to host the best in the world. Enjoy.